everybody, and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where Jordan and Cody build worlds based on random dice rolls. I'm Cody. And I'm Jordan. So, uh, Jordan, you want to explain a little bit what this podcast is, and then we'll roll the dice and build a world? So, what we're going to do is every month, week, whatever we decide, we're going to roll a 20-sided die, and from that, we will pick a world to kind of create from scratch. Um, This week, we're going to do a little bit of improv and just on the spot, roll the dice, create the world, and go from there. And then at the end of the episode, we'll roll the dice again. And from the next episode, we will come prepared with our own built worlds. So this week, it might be a little bit rough because we're going to be kind of learning how to build worlds. But hopefully, we'll be able to play kind of off each other and, you know, come up with a world that makes a little bit of sense. We, we have a little bit of a worksheet, so that'll help, I think. Yeah, I mean, the worksheet still needs some work, so like... <laughs> well, as we go on, we'll kind of fall into the groove of it. But my favorite is number ten on the list is just robots. Oh, was that was was that my suggestion? All of them on the like actual numbers are yours, except for nineteen. Oh, so if they're bad, you can just blame it on me. Yeah. So if I they're see. bad, we like. So if I roll a bad roll today, we're just gonna have to go with it. It's gonna be fun. So you want me All to right. start? Yeah. Roll the dice. We're doing this. Okay. Roll the dice. It's it's also, it's a D20, just so everyone knows. Oh, yeah, D20. So we have 20 options. This wasn't explained well, but we have 20 options, and I just rolled 13, which is oh, post-apocalyptic. apocalyptic. Okay. All right, so you want me to get started? So, okay, yeah. Get started however you want, and I guess with this, you can choose your apocalypse. Okay, cool. So we'll get to the apocalypse in a minute. We're going to talk about the world as it is right now. Yeah, so with Trump the- in president, it's just really bad. Everybody's dying, people are getting <laughs> shot left to right, um, sexual misconduct all over the place. It's really horrible. So yeah, I wouldn't mind if we all got wiped out. Okay, so um, my world is very small compared to Earth. It's not a large planet, and at this point now, there's very little water. Um, after whatever apocalypse happened, let's say, long enough ago that no one really remembers it anymore, so the... The apocalypse that happened in my world was, um, it's been far enough back in history that the world is almost fully buried in sand. You know what I mean? So whatever life there is on the planet is now, um... So Tatooine. Yeah, well, except if there was, like, an interesting world underneath of Tatooine that was not boring and miserable like Tatooine is in Star Wars. Sorry, Star Wars. Tatooine sucks. So, Not as bad anyways, as a lava planet. Um... Because the planet is so much smaller than Earth, the gravity is, like, relatively low. So people are not necessarily able to fly, but transportation is a lot more based on flight. Even, like, so before the apocalypse, like, even well back before technology really developed, flight was always a big part of it because it was so easy. Because, like, even, like, if there were humans on that planet, we would be able to jump, like, long distances easily. Um, the downside is air is also a lot thinner, right? Because there's um, less gravity, which means a less dense atmosphere. So the creatures that inhabit the world have to be able to survive based on less gravity and also less um, oxygen. So, so that's kind of the atmosphere of the planet. So what can be seen in the night sky? <laughs> are, are you asking that because it's on the list i'm asking that because you're like pretty much going like word for word through the questions just not like yeah but i was flowing nicely through i know it, i had right? i had to kill it for i'm you. describing my geography no so it's, it's, as far you're doing as what good. can you're be seen good. from the night sky is nothing Ooh, um, that's awesome 
because of the horrible apocalypse that happened, they are um, constantly just in like miserable dust storms. So at night, it's just kind of like smoggy and gross. And in the daytime, it's just a little bit brighter, but still smoggy and gross. So it's just all around bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, all around bad. Um, Moving on to what the plant life is like on the planet. So... There are a few plants that survived after the apocalypse because of, you know, like the environmental catastrophe that is having an apocalypse happen. So um, but what was your I mean, you probably will be getting to this, but what was your apocalypse? What happened to everything? You don't get to know yet. Oh, gosh, I'm just I'm actually intrigued by this. It's a mystery, right? Because like right the now whole, you're the just night getting... sky is black is freaking awesome to me. So. Keep well, going. okay, so let's pretend that, like, you just landed on this planet. Looking around, what you see is basically a constant dust storm. And a weird remake and... of the 2000s Planet of the Apes movie. Yes. yes. <laughs> and if you, like, jumped, you'd be lighter, but it'd be a little bit hard for you to breathe. So it's so, kind of like the moon, but you can breathe. There are... It, it's easy to see that there's, like, two varieties of plants. There are, like, ancient prehistoric plants that were robust enough to survive. So in this case, it is that there are mammoth trees that were clearly alive when the environment would still support them. But now these trees are big enough that they, one, were, like, strong enough to survive a horrible apocalypse. So, like, all the smaller, like, brush and scrub that would be in a forest was all burnt off except for these, like, massive flat-topped trees that almost stretch high enough to be getting into parts of the atmosphere where um they're closer to the they're close enough to the sun that they can still like do photosynthesis so the world itself looks like it's just made of towers with like these giant plateaus right because like the trees have to grow higher or be stunted in order to survive so are they still like the normal tree likes with branches or is it just a completely flat top like it would be a pillar with just a flat top on it 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 would be so it does have like branches okay. and leaves that do photosynthesis but they're very tightly packed so like if you were to stand on top of it it would be more of like a rug you know what i mean like it's not individual sticky branches it's like a solid mass but it's made up of like interspersed you know like have you seen those trees that like are so dense that you could almost walk on them i don't know if those exist those exist right like um in tarzan right Almost like the top of them look like a shrub. So like a seba tree. Continue. Sure, like like that one. That tree that I know all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, so it's anyways. It's a tree where then, other trees grow on top of it. It's really awesome. Sorry, continue. The area around these massive trees, right, underneath of them, no life can exist because they basically suck all of the nutrients and all of the sunlight up. So underneath of them is like a dead zone. But just outside of them, what started to grow up is like very wispy and very um like kind of flowy plants that um are like grayish and seem like they almost don't survive on photosynthesis because there's not enough like light left so they they're almost carnivorous you know what i mean like venus flytraps where they have to like eat stuff so they're not like malicious but if you go near one and it's like leaves start to wrap around you they'll start to like try to dissolve you a little bit you know what i mean for nutrients okay so Walking through it, it alternates between, like, these tall, like, wispy, flowy-leafed plants that will, like, try to eat you and ensnare you. So that area of the planet's kind of dangerous, alternated with giant disc dead zones that are caused by these massive pillar trees that are still tall enough to do photosynthesis. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And now as far as what creatures there are on the planet. So 
Most fish have died. Foul. The only parts of the planet that have water on them still, the animals that survived in that area were mostly like subterranean dwelling creatures. So they all have like blind giant eyes and have clearly are clearly not meant to be in shallow water. So they're the areas where there are waters are infested by blind sea monsters basically you know what i mean because imagine if all that was in the was in shallow water was descendants of giant squids and like angler fish uh, that's angler. basically what you're stuck with <laughs> because oh man i mean i like angler fish but that's like a freaking nightmare sea right there yeah because all of the top level stuff would have died so you know anyways so that's that's the water. As far as what life is left on the surface, um, there is the descendants of the civilization civilization that was there before. They're avian, so like um, or avian descended. So they probably have like what's it called when you have something left over, but it's not like you know what I mean, like how we have like pinkies that we don't need. What's that called? <laughs> oh, you're you're asking me a science question at this time at night. Um, useless. Yeah. Let's just go with yeah. useless. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get it. Like, someone, like if anybody smart listens to this, they'll be screaming into the microphone. It's like, it's this. But I, I don't know, man. Is it vestigial? vestigial? Ves- yeah, no. I'm pretty sure it's vestigial. I'm pretty sure it's vestigial. I was going to say that, but I don't want to sound stupid because it might be completely wrong. So I think that their arms are kind of like vestigial wings. So they're bipedal and they mostly walk around, but they used to have wings and then developed like finer like tips at the end of their wings that they could do like finer stuff with um because like that's kind of needed for advanced society to be able to like make fine machines um so that's what's still left and i would say now they're almost like devolving back to where um ones that are more like prehistorically bird-like are able to survive better so they almost look like re-cavemanning birds. That makes sense. Re-cavemanning birds. <laughs> yeah. So imagine if so you... really messed up penguins is what I'm imagining. Yeah. Just like penguins that walk like gorillas almost. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm just like. These disgusting penguin things. Just like imagine bird person from Rick and Morty. I don't watch that, man. Oh, Come on. okay. Well, imagine I'm... bird person from Rick and Morty, but slowly turning into a caveman. Ah, uh, yeah, so Bird Person from Rick and Morty, the thing I clearly watch. Right, but slowly turning into a caveman, because now it's becoming more evolutionarily advantageous to be able to, like, so fly like and hunt. So, like, Harvey Birdman. Yeah, just like Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I, I get it, I get it. Yep, that's... I'm still just imagining, like, a penguin, but with, like, mantis claw legs, but just, like, walking like a gorilla. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm like way far left field on this one anyways it's it'd be like imagine you like you know how we have like very dexterous hands imagine mm-hmm. if it stopped being advantageous to have dexterous hands and started to be like more advantageous to have like club hands you know what i mean that's kind of what they're getting back to anyways um the population is distributed like very heavily around water especially because like obviously water's great um, but then there are also like myths about populations of these bird people still living in the tops of the trees. So like there's almost like an overworld and an underworld, the overworld where like people are in like, like not in space, but they're in high enough atmosphere that the air is getting even thinner. Um, but then there's also like, you know, bird people still living near the water just because that's a source of water and because there's food there, you know what I mean? Cause there's like fish in the water. Um, most other creatures died out 
um especially like anything mammalian basically didn't make it um but like small insects did so that would mean then that years later those insects are starting to grow and develop populations where they find it feasible so there's areas where there are bird people living in like you know post-apocalyptic societies around water that are barely able to survive and then if you start straying into like the wispy murder grass and towards like the trees that are huge wolves please tell me wolves uh, no just giant cockroaches everywhere oh god man you know what, what? i mean just basically all bug it, bug population at this point because they had to be able to be like gross scavengers and those were the most robust to survive an apocalypse so yeah there is life under the ocean there is life on land but it's all very hard okay boom society let's talk about how the bird people live um, oh so we're going just straight there's no humans there's just bird people yeah no and these yeah. bird people are sentient if yeah the, the bird people are sentient yeah so when i say bird people oh, i mean man. they can talk they have a language um it's mostly squawks and squabbles but you know it's fine yeah i mean obviously they talk like birds talk so it's very squawky um we're, let's just say this is not getting picked up as a tv show what squawky birds what's wrong with squawky <laughs> birds there'll be subtitles <laughs> Just the whole thing is just. Haven't you ever horrifying. seen the Star Wars Christmas special? Yeah, no, no, I haven't. Half, that, I just, half of that thing was just all in Wookie, and that did great. So yeah, it, it did great. You say? Yeah, I mean, it didn't do. I mean, it did what it did, but. So, they show this Christmas special like once a year, right during Christmas. No, obviously. it's it's never shown anymore. George Lucas yeah, exactly. does everything. So he it can did do it do great. <laughs> a, I'm gonna make a, a Christmas point. special about bird people living on a post-apocalyptic <laughs> planet. Where basically, here's the deal. There's the under. But the Star Wars special gave us lumpy, and that's all that matters. That's true, and itchy. Oh yeah, and it was the other one. There was one more. It was it was lumbaka, itchy baka, and um. Oh gosh, what was uh, malabaka? (laughs) Oh my god. So it was a good special. No, it was terrible. I, I watched the whole thing, and it was not fun. It was a mistake. Anyways, let me talk about my bird people. It's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm invested in these bird people now. So, as far as society as it stands right now, there's basically two discrete societies. So, whenever the apocalypse happened, some birds were living in the trees, like at the very tops of these trees. Um, And some birds lived on the land. And when the apocalypse hit, whatever means of transportation they had between the two... um, completely fell apart you know what i mean so there were birds trapped on these like and when i say that there were like large trees i mean these trees are like city sized at the top right so they're big and there were cities up there and then you know apocalypse happened and some birds are left up there and some birds are left off on the surface but they can no longer travel to each other so years later now both of them tell myths about like this other group of bird people um Let's just call them avians for the sake of this, because I'm tired of calling them bird people. So they're called avians or ava sapiens. Ava sapiens. No, I like a- I like avians better. Ava sapiens. Avians. Okay, so that- Okay, so we're gonna stick to the stupid name. <laughs> Anyways, the avians, like the the land based avians, tell stories about like, oh, you know, up in the trees there are these magic avians that you know have advanced technology, and it's all you know, the land of milk and honey up there. And on the large platforms that are, like, almost islands to themselves. Because, like, 
these things can no longer fly of their own accord, right? It was clear that at some point technology took over and they stopped having to fly themselves. You know what I mean? Like, a, yeah. a good analog to this would be, imagine if there was, like, a thousand miles of desert between the two of us. I wouldn't be able to cross that anymore. Just, like, by myself. I would die, right? Yeah. But yeah, our ancestors would. used to do it all the time. Very quickly. Anyways, or probably not actually all the time. So, these avians that are living on these, like, let's say islands that are roughly the size of, like, the smallest island in Hawaii, um, they are, like, basically... Like, they cannot get to other ones of those. You know what I mean? Because they don't have powered flight, so eventually they would drop, and then they could never get back up to the top of things. So, like, jumping off of one of these things, it's like it's not like you could fly down to the ground. You would hit the ground and die. So they're much more isolated, but they still have stories about, you know, on other um, treetops on the ground, there's supposedly avians that exist there as well. Um, so I would say at this point that like religion has kind of not really ceased to exist, but it's very, um, very much like it's very bird based. Well, it's, it's at the stage where it's like what you say, to the Phoenix God. Well, it's like what makes the sun rise. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very oh, yeah. like there are. There's like the god of the, the, the smoke and the god of the sky and the god of the land and the god of the trees. And it's not. It's what they use to blame their lack of understanding of things, right? So they don't, they're not very advanced in society uh, or in science. So they kind of, when they don't understand something, that's kind of what they attribute to deities. Um, and then, yeah, so sorry, I was just looking at like uh, my questions here and realized that I had already answered a bunch of them. <laughs> uh, as far as like social groups, right now it's still very like, small civilizations so like there's not really much of a hierarchy like each um <laughs> birdarchy <laughs> right sorry so like there are leaders of each one of the communities that exist but as far as like are there like you know like working class and like ruling class like not so much just because there's not enough of them and they're so isolated oh you know what i would say the exception to that is the birds that live around the um around the water those are able to like travel between communities, right? Cause there'd be like communities that pop up all around the existing bodies of water. Um, okay. those ones actually like travel and can trade with each other. So they're advancing a lot faster. So the, okay. the irony of them is that they're like, they're basically rediscovering technology. So they would be like moving smoothly through like, you know, the stone age and the bronze age and like learning how to use fire to power stuff. Right. So they're like kind of in that early development of tools and machines that are like, inventing the wheel basically um but all of their stories are about these hyper advanced skybirds but in actuality the skybirds are way more like backwards and unadvanced because they're just kind of able to subsist you know what i mean like because i'm just thinking of that scene in the movie where like the one like young bird tries to travel to become one of the ancient skybirds he gets up there it just severely disappointed yeah like yeah that's what it would be because here's what it is the most advanced technology would have existed on the tops of the trees so that means that the societies that are there might have access to some really advanced pieces of technology but have no idea how to make them work other than just they continue to function okay so they have these advanced technologies but like you were talking about religion earlier do they 
maybe worship this technology yeah, oh, yeah. this thing we can't understand okay yeah so it'd be like the birds up there have access to this really cool stuff but they don't actually know what it is so birds up there will be a great movie title huh? the birds up there yeah that's it's like the air up there but with birds yeah that's 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 the story right um Anyways, sorry so the way technology is distributed then is like the skybirds have no ability to advance their technology because all they have access to is what you can find on a tree so like water and food is what they have so they can live but they can't really grow their society whereas ground birds are constantly jealous of the sky birds that they think of as being like these mythical advanced like almost like demigods so they're constantly striving to keep up with like a non-existent like bird race that doesn't actually have anything does that make sense yeah um and then the the ground birds too like they don't really ever stray from the water because of how dangerous the planet has become because of like the roving insects and stuff like that so just now giant cockroaches and the plants that can kill you. yeah just now they're starting to develop weapons that are like good enough that they can start like pushing in out further into the planet and starting to like burn down some of like the like murder grass and starting to to, like fend off giant cockroaches and starting to kind of grow um yep all right so society as a history so this is where we're going to get into what caused the apocalypse um and i think that this is also going to be like my story it's like the myth of this society um Ah, yes the legendary techno bird yeah so i kind of already addressed that like currently what it is is that the birds up in the trees had like after the apocalypse they had the best situation but it quickly declined because they weren't able to maintain it. You know what I mean? So they had access to technology, but no way to maintain that technology. Whereas the ground birds, terrible situation, but are now managing to grow because they're actually gathering knowledge as a society. So one of them is kind of stagnating and one of them is kind of growing and developing. Um, But the uh, myth of the land birds revolves around... um, I don't know. I don't want to call this character Bird Icarus because it's basically a Bird Icarus story. Birdicus. <laughs> Birdicus. Yeah, it's it's the story of Birdicus and his fall. Um, Bird for short. So this would be like a story told, you know, around a campfire by these elder birds that, you know. Just... Oh, yes. The great Birdicus. Well, no, it wasn't the great Birdicus. It was the terrible Birdicus. Ooh. So Birdicus, Birdicus the terrible. Yeah, Birdicus is like the villain of this society. He is the uh like public enemy number one. Yeah, he's kind of like I don't want to say the devil. Battle Trump bird. But, you Sorry. know, he's he's like the malicious um standard. Like whenever you talk about like a bad and malicious force, it's Birdicus. Um <laughs> so like Krampus but only Birdicus. Yeah, because, you know, way back when um, before the fall and before the world was turned to dust and misery, Berticus, um believed that his inventions and his technology would, you know, be so great that, you know, the sky birds would be able to um, live without needing to interact ever with birds on the land and that all the birds could live up near the stars. And he basically, you know, tried to create this utopia. Um, but then Berticus eventually fell from the uh, treetops and crashed into the ground because he tried to fly and it destroyed the world. Right? So this <laughs> is the story that they tell that when Berticus fell, it destroyed the planet. Right? Okay. But what it actually, like what actually happened, you know, way back when is that like 
these cities started to develop like more and more advanced power supplies that they needed to maintain their societies. Um, and that eventually those like became dislodged and fell like one of like probably some kind of nuclear reactor fell and hit the planet from like above and it killed power to all the cities above it and also like destroyed life underneath. So now there's still like this lingering resentment that the birds that survived on the land knew that what destroyed them was this like upper echelon of birds. So that's where the story of Birdicus comes from is it's sort of them retelling and retelling, retelling this story that like these birds that lived up at the top of trees where they weren't supposed to live and had a society that couldn't be maintained, but through horrible technology eventually caused the whole planet to be destroyed. So I think like way back when it was true that like the like land avians were considered like provincial. You know what I mean? Because they would have to like mine and gather resources to like ship up to the top of these trees. And then ultimately like the society on the top of the trees like crumbled, grew too big and destroyed their their, uh, you know, land society. And now the roles have kind of flipped. You know what I mean? Okay. so, yeah, that's the story of Birdicus. So, okay, so top land is, there's this, this kind of caveman-ish, and bottom land is kind of striving, almost hitting their industrial revolutions, like, almost. I would say that they're not almost hitting their industrial revolution. Okay. They're, they're, they're like, barely to the point where they, they, they have, like, sticks and carts. Oh, so they're, like, Bible times. They're, like, Moses down Yeah, there. yeah, they, they, like, probably don't have real good metallurgy yet. You know what I mean? Okay, so, so it's still, like ancient like cavemen stones rocks sticks spears stuff like that. yeah they might have figured out like bronze and stuff you know what i mean but okay. that's like but the new not. thing that's what's letting them start to push out is that they like are learning to hitch carts to you know giant cockroaches that they've tamed and stuff like that okay so giant cock giant cockroaches and they're not necessarily cockroaches you know but they are large insects well, and the other advantage of the large insects are, like, because of their thick shells, the, like, grass that grows up that, like, wants to be kind of, uh, what's it called? Um, Crabgrass? Well, it's, uh, oh. Car- car- <laughs> You're asking me another science like, question. There's like, plants that are carnivorous, right? And, the, like, yeah. the cockroaches are adept at moving through that without getting, like, ripped apart by it. So, yeah. they're ideal for pulling carts full of bird people. Oh. Okay, that's pretty cool. So, okay, so they're maneuvering, but the cart's still going straight. Won't the cart be really effed up by the plants? Well, the cart's made of, like, plant material. Oh, it's just... Okay, I was going to say, the cart's just made of, like, thousands of cockroaches. Well, it's probably actually made of cockroach (laughs) shell. You know what I mean? Thousands of dead cockroaches. Well, not... I mean, it'd be, like, one dead... These are big cockroaches, you know? Okay, they're... Okay, so it's like, um... The cockroach from that episode of ALF. Or the cockroach cockroach from Men in Black? Oh, yeah, like that guy. <laughs> I have the better reference other than that one super obscure episode of ALF. I was going to say, like, who's seen ALF? Why have you seen ALF? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, well, no, because that's the episode that gave me nightmares because giant cockroach. You shouldn't have been watching ALF. That was not appropriate for you at your age. I was like seven. It's fine. It's not fine. ALF was like really blue, wasn't it? For like a seven-year-old? I mean, it was an alien that ate cats. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not scarred. I don't. Fine. I literally know nothing about Alf. You, dude. Okay, we're gonna have to watch Alf. We're gonna have an Alphathon on my Twitch channel. 
you're gonna yeah you're i said alphathon you're gonna live stream us watching elf <laughs> yes it, we're not gonna show the episodes it's just gonna be reaction bait the whole time it's just like oh wasn't that funny it's just gonna be me with like a blank face eating popcorn <laughs> it'd be just laughing at every joke even though alf probably by now doesn't hold up yeah that's possible anyways <laughs> all right so it's your turn jordan oh okay, post-apocalyptic so world go post-apocalyptic world so i'm not gonna start where you started because i don't like you know not knowing what my apocalypse is like eh, you know so my planet yeah i was originally gonna do earth but now i'm thinking you you picked a different planet you have bird people i'm gonna do just random planet number 99 let's just call it that and this thing is like about three times size of earth my name is jordan i'm not gonna start where cody did except when he started yeah. exactly well no okay so we're and it's pretty much like earth um humans are the ones in control we got regular animals but they're more you know spacian types how did the humans get there jordan well you see god I mean, all right, like God. that's fine. Okay, <laughs> you know, because he got tired of Earth, so he went off and, you know, I'm going to build a different planet because these Earthians, they suck. Yes, I called us Earthians instead of humans because I'm an idiot. Um, I but... prefer Earthlings, by the way. Earthians. So the Earthians, he got tired of, so he created a different planet. So there's this giant planet, um, three times the size of Earth. It's, let's say, about... 50-50 land and water. There's, you know, there's not like with Earth how there's giant encompassing oceans, but, you know, it's mostly land with a few, like, just big bodies of water in between. Um, but all the land is connected. There's no islands. So this um, planet, what? You're giving me a look. So it's like I'm Minnesota. It's the land of a thousand lakes. What? Minnesota? That's what they call Minnesota? Land of a thousand lakes. Yeah, you never heard that before? No, because I don't care about Minnesota. Oh, dude, Minnesota's great. Anyways, that's not important. So you have a planet well, yeah. that's a lot like Minnesota. Okay, so planet, I got it. a lot like Earth. But so, you know, it starts out with how every human starts out. The caveman era. And we go, and we're now like millions, millions of years into the future. Is this, is and this the, after the apocalypse? No, this is before. Oh, this is okay, all before. Okay, I'm gotcha, getting to my apocalypse. Gotcha. So we're millions of years into the future after the Earth started. And we got through all the caveman stuff, Adam and Eve, Jordan, all that, that stuff. Jordan, that only took 2,000 years. I don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 no. The we're year right way, now is 2,000, so. so. This is a different planet! <laughs> Stop it. I interrupted you, yes, but you are not allowed to interrupt me. Jordan, we're having a conversation. We're not having a conversation. Okay, fine. We talk. You, we ju- can have a conversation. You can have a conversation. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not frustrated. So, okay. So, millions of years after, the land has become, you know, just industrial. Everybody's building everything. It's like, you know, have you seen the new Ghost in the Shell movie? It's like that. Everything's covered with buildings. We got billboards, all this oh, so technological it's like stuff everywhere. What? It's like Coruscant. What's that? Coruscant from Star Wars? I It's a dude, planet. I just watched the movies. It's a planet that's a city, Coruscant. Okay, but the, yeah, it's so it's technologies everywhere and but you know how we're kind of like, oh, global warming is bad, smog and stuff. They don't give a crap. And so planet is just dirty, disgusting, smog and filled. But there's a, just a faction of people who want to save the planet and everything like that. But we're going on smogs coming. You're not going to like where I'm going with this. But yeah, smogs coming. Sky starting to turn like the gray blackish. Sometimes it turns green. And then the people who care about saving it turns Earth green. find out. Yeah, finds out that... No, that'd um, be great for the Green Party, though. Shush. That's got to be environmentally savvy. It's fine. Silence, fool. <laughs> they find out that... Uh, 
I just knew you were gonna heckle me the whole time. What did you expect? I'm just this coming to be? up. This is improv. This is improv one one. Yes and. And I'm going to say yes. It's the Green Party. The Green Party loves the Green Sky. They're like, you know, we need more of this industrial stuff. Pump the smog up. Pump it up. Pump up the jams. All that stuff. But, um, okay. So, yes, I yes and at you and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely hate it. Where are we? Okay. Um, so, the people who want to save the Earth, they um, realize that in another couple thousand of years, that this planet is going to collide with a much smaller planet. So we're going to get hit by a big meteor type thing. Are you going to hit my bird planet? No, 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 no. I was thinking about it, but I'm not going to because I don't if want you your birds my on my bird pl- I don't want your filthy birds on my planet, man. So, um, okay. So this is going to collide with another planet. The planet, other planet is mostly filled with just its animals like jungle cat. It's completely green rivers and stuff, but jungle cats, um, panthers, things like that. I'm going to get to the animals later, but panthers, things like that. And it's going to collide with it. So they decide, since the two planets are going to collide, they're going to take everybody and go deep underground. And they're going to create a whole new society underground. While the other people are like, oh, well, no, it's 2,000 years in the future. It's like, we'll figure it out later. They're kind mole of procrastination like, What? They're Shut, mole stop it. So they, So the people, they go underground, and there's more people that they stay up. And then the thousand years come around, they, the industrials, the sky's almost black by then. And this planet comes, and it collides with my planet, which I just call Random Planet 99. You think of a name, I'll get to that later. It's called Mole Planet. No. Okay, so it collides and just destroys everything. Um... Pretty much wipes out all of society above ground, and we're left with a desertish planet with lakes and rivers. But so society still is maintained above ground, but it's mostly desert. And because of the planet just crashing into the atmosphere, weird happenstance. Now the sky's opened up again. It's no longer black. Got rid of all the smog. Yay! And is that how created by these work? Is it like no, blowing it's a not. fan on it's something? It's not how anything works, but this is my world. Wait, I can make it work. did the planet open a window? It basically opened a window. That, <laughs> not a door. But it opened the window. Is like So um, now, yes, and you. One half of the planet is still small covered because that's how it works. And the other half of the planet is Well, that is makes still- sense. When the planet hit the other planet, all of that... All the smog pushed to the other side. It's yes, perfect. it pushed to the other side. But yeah, so one is desert and the other half is covered in darkness. But we still have the, um, as you call them, mole people. So now we are going to go. I'm going to start with your tab of geography. How big is this planet got there? Do-do-do. Seasons. There are no seasons. It's the light season and the dark season. Half of the planet is always dark. The other half is light. In underground, I'll get to them later. Um, How much... There's mostly rivers and just big lakes, but there's no ocean. It's on half. It's all desert almost. But um, on the dark side of the planet, we just get more. No one really lives there on that side. It's the Badlands. You're raising your hand, and I hate you. Well, I don't want to interrupt you because it's going to be clumsy on the dialogue. But I had a question. What? So when Tiger Planet hit Coruscant, right? Yeah. Is there any, like, Tiger Planet stuff left on Coruscant? Whoa, that's weird. It's like I was going to get to that eventually. Okay, well, I was just wondering. <laughs> yeah, but there is Tiger... That is the crater. And Ooh. so in the crater, it's still somehow survived as part of the planet. So it, so Tiger Planet, let's just call it Tigerian, 
because I can, that embedded itself onto the other planet. So you get, so it's kind of like um, we get half a round planet, then there's a huge crater, then another kind of globe sticking out of it. And Tiger Planet is there. It's kind of, you get the fauna of the jungle in that small area. I'm just going way too big for my first world. No, I love oh this. God. I'm all about it. So you're telling me <laughs> so we, get t- we have a dark wasteland next to a giant desert of blown out cities with a jungle and, just And then in the middle of it? that blown out desert is the oasis. That's like Nirvana. It's the oh. oasis. Everything's great. There's rivers. It's life somehow still survived on the planet, even though it crashed into the other planet. Okay, whatever tiger survived a planet crashing into another planet is very lucky. Like, do you uh, think let's he call jumped him, off let's call him just Shere before Ka- it hit? You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> that tiger's like on the top like of the, the tree. Ele- <laughs> it's like when the elevator crashes, you jump slightly, you get less of the crashes. <laughs> so he's all coming, he's like, okay, okay, here we go, here we go, and jump! Yep. So I'm thinking of two names for this uh, god tiger. His name's either Shere Khan or Tony. Shere Khan? <laughs> what is this, the Jungle Book? <laughs> Shere, okay, so you like Tony better. Okay, Tony the Tiger survived. Oh, gosh, okay, I so- didn't even think about why Tony was funny. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm, ge- I'm getting there. You just keep interrupting me. Um, I have questions. I'm curious. Okay, so, yeah, so here's the three. It's the setups of a world. It's, um... In the center of the desert is the oasis, which is the former Tigarian. Then there's the desert, which is um, the wasteland. And then we have on the other side, which is a good half of the planet, is we'll call it just the Shadowlands. And not forgetting about that, we still have the people living underground. Okay. Is this the Lion King? No. Are you sure? I'm just... Yes, Cody. How much much, time are we on? You are recording this too, you know. Oh, yeah, I know, but I'm like, I don't know how to use this stuff. We're at about 39 minutes. Oh, that's all? Okay, well, I mean, we might have to. I'm going to be, I know I'm going to be long-winded as heck on this. Um, no, that's fine. So, I get it. This is, you know, we got Pride Rock in the center. The Oasis. The Wasteland, right? I said the wait. I need to write this down because I'm forgetting my own world. Hold on. Getting the old pad of paper out no it's cool dead air is great for a podcast yeah you know it's called um cutting so we have the oasis the wasteland and um you said it was pride rock no I oh sorry the shadowlands Shadowlands. because you need to stop making bad jokes and then underground we just have um we'll get to that the mormons yeah okay so day and night exist, but um, nothing can penetrate the darkness over the Shadowlands. So it's pretty much always night there. What kind of plants live in the world? So the oasis is filled with, it's pretty much rainforest style. We got giant trees. We just rainforest style. Small shrubs, nothing. This is just pretty much paradise. We got fruit bearing trees everywhere. You can pretty much eat anything off the trees. Nothing bad will happen to you. This is pretty much like heaven almost. Is any of it poisonous? No, it's great. The oasis. It's the oasis. It's pretty much heaven, man. Cool. You like I'm just coming up with this on the spot. So nothing's poisonous. Like everything's great. You can cook with it, you can do whatever, but 
not many people live in the oasis because you have to cross a just what in the world i am trying my hardest are you selling real estate for the oasis (laughs) yes yes i am (laughs) oh my gosh so okay so you'll you'll realize it's the best land you'll like it it's um you can put a tree house up in here all the trees are gigantic though because you know they grow strong they've been growing for thousands of years before they hit a planet and they kept growing strong though it's very stable land um you get in that area it's just very hot and humid but it is nice the water's drinkable it's fresh it's great the oasis okay so then um it's pretty much empty except for the giant jungle cats because these jungle cats use approach the oasis they want to protect the oasis um you know they had their world just get destroyed and they kind of slowly healed itself but when someone tries to cross into the oasis they will get destroyed by a jungle cat he will jump down from the tree and cut you to shreds and then eat you and feed you to little jungle cat babies what how sentient are the jungle cats um can they talk Hmm, I see that's a great choice. Can I make my jungle cats talk I or mean, can I make them You just... can make whatever you want talk. These could be See, but then that's just gonna make everything just way more complicated if I make them talk. Because I already have three like up to three races I could have on this planet. I could have shadow people, I could have the sand people, I could have Oh and then underground people, then maybe oasis people. They let's say they're they're somewhat sentient. Okay, so they're like they, apes. They, they're, they're like right. They're yeah. They're like apes. They can communicate with each other, but they do not have like a strong language. They don't learn. They don't um kind of progress as humans. Okay. They just okay. they're just there, but they they know what's going on. They want to protect their jungle. They kind of you know they they're led by a tribe leader, which is you know Shere Khan. I thought it was Tony. Beautiful, <laughs> Shere Khan and his beautiful um tribe wife Tony. <laughs> With an eye for the fe- <laughs> for the female spelling, <laughs> the, the um from the trees they pull out like it's it's a cord like substance and they kind of mash it down to make these flakes and then they um, cover it with the um as a car the kind of sugar of the land and they sell it to the other tigers because it's really great. I took me okay. a really long time to realize you were describing cornflakes. I did not get it. I was like, what are you freaking talking about them smashing stuff? For- oh, oh, it's cornflakes. Oh, yeah. So, so they, no, no. That, scrap all that. That's not real. But, um, so they, so they kind of, they have a tribe, but they really, they're not, so they, they don't kind of push forward for a progression. They don't build cities. They live in the jungle. They sleep in the jungle. Everything is fine in the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. They have fun in games. So, um. Okay. So what up with the mole man? Cause you've like teased this and you're not no. getting to it. In the desert, it's bare wasteland, just completely. Everything is dead. So the people who still survive from the giant um, crash, the people who still survive from the crash, they will go, they will hunt outside of the oasis, oasis, but if they get anywhere close, the freaking tiger people will kill them and rip them to shreds. But they've also, they still, they don't have much. And like from being almost wiped out, they kind of have been trying to adapt and learn, but it's not going well because they have ruined cities and really not much food and so they're making weapons and making um just technology so that they can go into the oasis and strive but it's not going well because you know we have the tiger people well i guess they're and not people right they're just tigers. Oh, sorry the, 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 we have tony a shere khan um, 
and they're magical cornflakes that heal all diseases. That's not part of it. I'm just making up. Uh, you you derailed me like really hardcore with all this. Um. So yeah. So they try, but um. So half of them are all trying. They live close to the oasis. So they're trying to get into the oasis to get into this nirvana. It's kind of preached as okay. If we can kill the demons, which are the tigers, then we can live in the nirvana and strive and restart humanity again manifest destiny yeah that <laughs> type of thing but there's also tribes of humans that have split and decided to go the other way towards the um shadowlands so the people who live close to the oasis and they're trying to get into the oasis they believe that the shadowlands are basically hell that is you are not supposed to go there like you're forbidden so if you try to go there you're cast out of the tribes of humans and you're never allowed back in there and pretty much forced to live in the shadowlands like if you wanted this you this is what you get this is what you rot and you live there forever do they exile what? criminals there yes so it's australia, australia. so it's the Shadowlands. <laughs> yes like i said so the shadowlands shadowlands so the impact of this planet pretty much damaged everything but a lot of the stuff in the shadowlands still survives so we ha- do have towering buildings but there is no power nothing it's just tower buildings like just kind of sunken into the desert that's slowly taking over the world and um so the people who progress in the shadowlands they kind of they want to take this technology find a way to reboot this world and it's kind of the opposite of the oasis they want to kind of strive get the vegetables everything like that live live jungle life and they kind of want to restart where they left off and have technological world I meant to say technology world. It really messed that one up. I think you but, were looking so, for techno world. Techno world. A lot of people will willingly go and they're like researchers, people who want to know more about this technology that was left behind oh, by the other people. That makes but sense. But throughout the um, cities, there is just these pipes that just stick out. No one really knows what they are. They emit like a black smoke. Jordan, they're the moment. They're, yes, Cody. That's not getting But they're hot to touch. You don't touch them. So like... They They're wastewater pipes. pipes for moment. So it's pipes and like the steam and everything comes out. There's some that have black smoke, some that have like a more white smoke that come out of it. But it's the pipes. And no one knows what the pipes are. No one really tries to figure it out because, you know, there's things. But they're trying to figure out the technology. Don't go near the pipes because, you know, they emit heat and don't know what that crap is. And then we get to the mole people that you wanted. So they saw this meteor come well sorry planet coming 2000 years before it actually hit so they had time to actually go underground and build a society completely they created um well yeah so they created their own society um they have it's pretty much like if you took earth and put a cap over it everything is just it's modern it's they figured out a way to light it so that it looks like an actual atmosphere. Do you get oh. the blue sky? It's all automated, so you get the blue sky and sun during the day, and then they'll have it so everything turns into night. And so they have everything comes up. They found underground rivers, and everything comes up from the ground, and they have water. Everything is completely modern. They do not really know what happened to the outside world. They just know that meteor hit, they went underground. So when they went underground, they like cut off communication then. They yeah, were they like, cut off all communications. Like, if you're not coming, well then you deserve to die and we're going to live underground. Everything is, it's rich. Everybody, you know, money, it's like 
Like living like the casino planets in whatever space odysseys we decide to go with. But everybody's rich. But there's also people who are very poor and they're kind of shoved off to the side of society and they want to know what more is out there. Oh, so, so they're, they're going to the start digging wonder, up. So they are the ones that realize that this cap above them is fake, that this is not the real sky. So they want to see what's above the land. Um, down underground, everybody pretty much pretends, well, the people, the elders who know what's going on, they pretend like that cap is still, they're outside. This is, this is the sky. You see the stars at night. There's nothing weird about it. Don't look too closely. It's like we see the clouds. Everything's generated, but don't look too closely. This is the sky. Um, they only um, inhabit underground about half of the planet. So there is like a barrier wall, but they don't want anybody close to that. And that's kind of covered by like just a kind of a fake image. So they're like, oh, those are the, it's like a fake ocean. You see the oceans. Like, okay, well, we can't go over there because, you know, nothing's on that side. It's like but the it's Truman Show. But on both sides of it, it's just a wall. They're just underground's wall encompassing everything. The elders tell, it's like, oh yeah, the people who run society, they tell everybody that it's like, oh yeah, you know, this is Earth. Nothing happened. Nothing ever happened. But there are people, more and more people are realizing that this reality they live in are is fake and so the rich are the people who basically they're the people who keep up the towns like the engineers we get the businessmen who keep everything running the people who keep the city running everybody those people are rich but elsewhere everybody else is poor the people who have to farm and all of that and they're getting disenfranchised by all this oh hey yeah you guys have to do all this work but we get to live in our beautiful city and Though the people slowly realizing that this world is fake, they're getting cast out. Because you don't want to know, like, gotta tell the people that the world you live in is fake. Get out of here. Does Dome City live underneath of the Oasis or underneath of the Shadowland? Or they under- are under... Did you not listen to the pipes? They're coming up. They live under the Shadowland. Come on, man. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so they live under the Shadowland. I forgot. And I forgot. so how, how... You were so excited. And then you... I'm excited did, about the Bowman. I like them. Okay, so... I think that if I lived in this world, I would be a rich engineer mole man that just ignored society's problems. So they, so underground, they are all regular people. They adapt. It's still Earth to them, so they're just like me and you. There's no mole people. Outside on the surface in the desert, the people who are closer to the Shadowlands, they are like very... <laughs> let's say very red, very sunburnt. There's the... um. The ones who have darker pigment in the skin are very dark, and the ones light are very red and burnt and blistered. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and the burnt and blistered ones are the ones trying to get into Oasis. Because, you know, the shade. The darker ones, they're the ones trying to... Go- I'm just making this up on the spot. They're trying to go towards the Shadowlands. Because, like, you know... Why do sun, I have to be a blistery, gross guy that's trying to get into You can be a mole man if you want to! <laughs> and so we have that. So, okay, so how am I doing on this world so far? I feel like I just... Just really I think you're the there, house. man. Like you covered all the tabs. I think. I think you yeah. got it. You got to so, tell yeah, me society. a story. Okay, so a story. Well, let's just say um, we're gonna go with the group of the mole people. Now, actually, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna connect these stories. So the group of the mole people, they have the technology. They're getting they're getting kicked out of the land because they realize that this is fake. They want to know what's up there. Is there something better up there? Because the life that they live underground is just so crappy. They're having to do all the work for the rich as they live in the cities. And, like, there's nothing there for them. They get barely get paid, blah, blah, blah. It's the whole, you know, 
disenfranchisement of Americans. But uh, <laughs> oh, I need, I need a name. Let's 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 brainstorm a name for it. Underground. We're not gonna call it Moland. Good brainstorming. We nailed it. Yeah, we did it. Um, I'm thinking. Um, just hmm. Ha. Huh. I keep wanting to go with Landfall, but that's from Saga, and that will be completely stealing. Well, you can't steal steal stuff. I can't steal stuff, so it's not going to be Landfall. You want to call it the um, Burrowed? Um, the let's call it the Buried Lands. No, because then that gives away the whole that this world is fake. Oh, because they don't acknowledge that they're underground. They don't acknowledge that they're buried. So let's just hmm. ooh call them like Skyview. Ooh. Or Celestial City, you know, something that makes it seem like it's up in the air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now, see, I was thinking, like, hey, let's just have a weird twist of fate, and let's just call it Earth. Oh, cute. But, no, that, that's way too cute, and I like, I don't like being that cute. I'll, I'll think about it. We'll, we'll get back there. I feel like so Skyview people... City's, like, you know what I mean? Because then it's like, no, we're definitely not underground. We're Skyview City. You know what I mean? When you, like, have to exaggerate too far the other way. Let's just way. call it... They just, let's just call it Skyview. Um, and that, um, you could call it Vista. You know, let's call it Ascendian. There we go. That works. Ascendian, because they have ascended to a higher way of living. So yeah, Ooh, they. Um, I like oh, it. Also, these elders preach of the world getting destroyed. No, they don't. They just nothing happened. Nothing ever happened. Don't worry about it. Why? Why is the sun's flickering? Don't worry about it. Nothing's <laughs> weird. Shut up, kid. Um. So okay. So a group that they got kicked out. So they formed like their own tribe on the outskirts of um Ascendian, and they found they took technology with them and are still going back into the city at night and stealing more technology. And they're going to dig to the top. So they finally, years and years, they make it through just miles and miles of just dirt, and they make it to the top to be just terribly disappointed when they um come to just a world of just pure darkness it sucks it's just it's dark everything sucks but they get discovered by these um um let's call them shadow the shadow people the people who choose to go the dark-skinned people who choose to go into the shadowland to harvest the technology they get discovered by that and they realize oh your technology is working what you have works so how do you do this you people must be like angels sent from heaven it was like no we came up from the ground damn ground <laughs> angels <laughs> we did some ground angels listen wonder what they taste like but no they're not cannibals um so the <laughs> so the shadow you're not even paying attention that hurts my feelings i'm paying man. attention you're texting i'm not texting you're meeting facebook okay anyways. i'm looking so at the cats the, the the jungle cat they caught your fancy. Yeah, so you I was really looking like at jungle cats. cats. I was looking at pictures of Simba. Shut up. Okay, you're putting put your photo away. How do you know no I was on my phone? Like, it's out of frame. Because I could tell you're looking straight down into your lap. Either it's smiling. No one looks into your lap and smiles. <laughs> <laughs> like unless they're really narcissistic. It's like Haha, look at that. But no, no one does that. Okay, so so the shadow people, and then they find the technology reel, and so. They find more ways to harvest the technology that is in the Shadowlands, and then they progress into the oasis, not the oasis, to the Wasteland, and then more people, and then they go and they conquer the, oh yeah, the oasis, it's called the oasis, already has a name. They conquer the oasis, kill the Jungle Cats, um, the world leader- world sucks! Of- the, the leader dies at of- the end of your story? <laughs> you too! The leader of the, um, Ascendian, um, people who came up the grounds called 
they called them the descendants, haha, from the old lands, but they called them the descendants. They um killed Tony Ishikata wearing the best skin. You're a monster. <laughs> Sorry, wear, wear I hate your armor. world now. I liked your and, world to begin with. Now I hate it. And so, so then they decide to live in the oasis. The and so and then then you know eventual years down the line they progress and they get the world to working again and then they have wars with the um Ascendians. It's great. I just decided to make that grim and dark. I'm so sad about the cats. <laughs> yeah, because I had to kill the walls because you were looking at cats on your phone. That so. hurts my feelings. All the jungle cats are dead. That's it just a meta narrative now. I don't believe the cats <laughs> actually died. It's your fault the cats died. Yeah, I You're guess. You're the reason everything sucks. I guess, but man. Okay, so post-apocalyptic world. That's mine. That was my train wreck of the world. I like it. Hey, you know what? It's only going to get better because next time we're actually going to get to prepare these. Yeah, we're going to prepare. I mean, if I had time to actually prepare that, I wouldn't have had Juggle Cat Island be an island. Why not? It's not common. even an island. It was like a subworld. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool idea, but I just I think I got way too over my head with the just... Now we have three different styles of things. and you know. Hey, I liked it. I thought it made sense. But, but yeah, no. We, I can dive more into that. I kind of like where I was going with that. But I think I just got way too overzealous with creating the world. So Well, hey, the good news is good. you get to do I it didn't all like over bird, again. I didn't like bird people thing. So. You did or didn't? I didn't like the bird people. You didn't? No. Why not? I'm, I'm, I'm joking, man. What dude. the heck? I liked your tiger people until you killed them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, Tony is someone's hat right now. I thought that they were gonna like domesticate him, and it was gonna be like the origin of yeah, house cats. See, I was gonna do that, but I actually was like, no, I need to have just no. But yeah, they they conquered the land. Some of the cats are like they use the cats as food, but they also keep them as pets. There's different like you know species of cats. Whatever, I'm mad at you. It's fine. You killed. All I know. The cats. I, I I really just because I knew we were running out of time, and I just really just dropped the ball. That I mean, you're not like, running out of time. Minute. We can keep talking forever. How much time we got? We're we're like we right at an hour. Okay, so right, and that was wasn't too bad. Okay, so do you want to roll for? Okay, are we doing this weekly? Ah, uh, we can decide that. We'll later. decide that later. Just roll the dice and see what we get. Okay, so okay. Um, yesterday I rolled a nat 20, so I'm kind of scared because 20 is a whole world of dragons. Oh, sorry. The whole world is dragons. The whole world is dragons. Okay, rolling. I don't like that one. What'd you roll? We got... What'd you roll? Five. Five. Not, it's, five is not on a planet, not in a solar system, not in a galaxy. Oh, I love that. Yeah, no, that's great. That's going to be very interesting. I'm excited. So, so what is your... What do you mean by that? Like, could this be like, could it be inside of a computer? Like, what are yeah, you talking about? yeah, something. It just, it's not, it's not just a planet. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so it could be like on a fleck of dust, almost. Yeah, it could be in purgatory. It, it, we could literally describe hell word for yeah. word, gnashing of teeth and all. Yeah, like that, that kind of idea that it's not, it's not just okay. like another planet. There's not going to be a sun. You know what I mean? Okay. Also, I am going to... Okay. Nope, so we're good. So that is the end of the episode. Do you have any closing remarks? I hope you guys liked Bird Planet, and I'm sorry Jordan killed all the cats. <laughs> hey, man. The cat, they're, they're alive in your heart. Tony and Shere Khan. Yep, they're, okay. they're alive in my heart. Okay, so see you next time. Yep. We'll hopefully have more put-together world. Bye! Hey, everybody, and welcome to World Workshop. That's not the name of the podcast. <laughs> you tried. You really tried. <laughs>